Well, good evening, church family. How are we feeling tonight? Come on, are we ready to receive his love? Come on, we sing. I saw Satan fall like lightning. I saw darkness run for cover. But the miracle that I just can't get over, my name is registered in heaven. I believe in signs and wonders. Resurrection power Still the miracle that I just can't get over My name is registered in heaven Yes it is Yeah, my praise belongs to you forever Come on This is my testimony From dead to life Cause grace rewrote my story I'll testify by Jesus Christ the righteous, I'm justified. This is my testimony. This is my testimony. Come on now. Come together now. Come together, sons and daughters. But with blood and washed in water. Sing the praises of the Spirit, Son and Father. Our God will finish what He started. Yes, our God will finish what He started. Oh, this is my testimony from death to life. This grace rewrote my story. I'll testify by Jesus Christ the righteous. I'm justified. This is my testimony. This is my testimony. Oh, yeah. Come on, if you're still alive, he still's got a plan for you. Let's sing it. If I'm not dead, that you're not done. Greater things are still to come. Oh, I believe. I'm not dead, that you're not done. Greater things are still to come. Oh, I believe. If I'm not dead, that you're not done. Greater things are still to come. Oh, I believe. If I'm not dead, that you're not done. Greater things are still to come.
faithful in my life. You've been the only one who has not let me down. You are my firm foundation, Jesus. Lord, as I continue to follow you and I continue to listen to your teaching, I pray that my heart will continue to live, to live and to love and to worship as long as I have breath in my lungs. Lord, you are my firm foundation, and I thank you in your name. Amen. Church, let's continue to worship. Let's continue to ask him into our hearts. Worthy of every song we could ever sing. Worthy of all the praise we could ever bring. Worthy of every breath we could ever bring. We live for you. Jesus, the name above every other. Jesus, the only one who could ever say, Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. Only you. You are holy.
Give him praise, give him praise, give him praise. Lord, thank you that you're always with me. You're with me on the mountaintop and you're with me in the valley. You're with me on the way up and you're with me on the way down. God, there's people broken right now. They're hurting. Father, there's some fighting for their life in the hospital. There's some that are recovering from a very serious accident. God, we continue to pray for Simon. I pray for Jerry Carlton Sr. who's fighting for his life right now. God, be with him and his family. Father God, I pray for relationships that have broken up and Lord, they're a brokenness, Lord. Some were divorced, some were just a breakup, but God, they're hurting. They're overwhelmed by the pain. Father God, we just pray, Lord God, for our children. Watch over them, protect them. God, our city is out of control. God, people are dying over the wrong chair that they're sitting in, God. God, our hearts are breaking for our city. Lord, would you reach the lost with the gospel, with the power of Jesus Christ. Set people free. Set people free from the destructive minds and their lifestyle and from drugs and alcohol and from jealousy and lust and, and, and sins that are destroying their family and destroying their lives. Father God, we pray for the holiness of God to overwhelm us, to fill this place with your love, I pray in Christ's name, amen. Quietly be seated as we partake in communion. You should have been distributed some communion elements on the way in. If, if you didn't get one of these little cups, just raise your hand and usher will get them for you. But in the night that the Lord was betrayed, he was with the disciples. And he looked to them and he said, one of you will betray me. But he knew that one was going to sell him out, but he also knew that as he was going to hang on the cross, there was only going to be one there. And that was John, who was going to be with his mama. And he knew that everyone else was going to walk away. And knowing that, he took the bread and he gave thanks. And he said, this is my body, which is given for you. Knowing that he was giving up his body for these guys that had walked faithfully with him, they were even going to let him down. But he said, Father, let them do this in remembrance of me. So as we get ready to take communion, I want you to remember the times that you've denied the Lord, the times you've betrayed the Lord, the times that you've walked away and haven't stayed faithful the times that you let him down and say, Father, forgive me because Lord, you died to set me free. 
and yet sometimes I go right back into that bondage. So he took the bread, he gave thanks and gave it to the disciples saying, this is my body, eat this in remembrance of me, you may eat the bread. He then took the cup and after giving thanks, gave it to the disciples saying, I make this covenant with you. Can you imagine he's making a covenant with people he knows that are going to let him down? God has never broken his promise, even though we have. So as you hold this cup, say, God, I thank you for the times that I've stayed strong and I ask forgiveness for the times that I have failed you. Lord, strengthen me that I might be an example of you to a lost and dying world. He took the cup, gave thanks and said, take this, drink of it for it's my blood. You may drink of the cup. Lord, thank you for your faithfulness and your love, for your goodness and your mercy, and how wonderful you are, that you never, ever give up on us. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Would you stand once again to just lift up his voice, stand up again to praise his name, and to just give him thanks for what he's doing. Come on, let's sing Jesus' name. Jesus, the name above every other name. Jesus, the only one who could ever say. Worthy of every breath we could ever take. We live for you. Let's sing it again, Jesus. Jesus, the name above every other name. Jesus, the only one who could ever say. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Sing hope.
teach us. Teach us how to love. Teach us how to forgive. Teach us to have a peace of mind, a mind at peace and a heart at peace. Lord, our hearts are open to you. We're open and ready for your word, for what you have for us tonight, God. We thank you. We thank you for everything that you've done and all that you're doing. In Christ's name, amen. Amen. Give him a shout of praise. Church, why don't we just greet each other in love? Well, good evening, church family. Is it just me, or, or is God in the house tonight? Oh, man, what a time of worship. Isn't it just amazing when you, when you can feel God's presence, when, when you can feel it, and you just don't want to leave, right? Man. Well, church, as you're making your way back, back to your seats, we just want to say Thank you for joining us tonight on our midweek service. Uh, we're so happy that you're here and that you were able to make it tonight. Uh, I know life is busy. You see, I don't know about you guys. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. There's, there are thousands of other things you could have been doing, but you came here to be fed, amen? Definitely. Well, church, my name is AJ, and I am your youth and young adults pastor here at New Beginnings Church. Um, yeah. <laughs> And before we get started, before we continue tonight's service, there's just a few things I want to let you guys know, some stuff that's happening. Uh, first and foremost, tomorrow, tomorrow uh, at 7 p.m., we are having our young adults class. Uh, anyone in here for the ages of 18 and 25 in that college age? Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I see you guys. I see you guys. Well, I want to invite you guys. Yeah, I want to invite you guys. Tomorrow night, we're going to have an amazing study. Um, it, last time when we met, we had a lot of young adults show up. And it's not about the numbers, but it, it was really cool because it, it was good to know that as young adults, as we're, as we're in this transition of adulthood, we're in this, we're in this weird place of life where we're kind of we're struggling and trying to figure things out, but it's good to know that we're not alone, that we're not the only ones trying to figure it out. And it's cool because we were able to sit right here, we meet right here in the sanctuary, and we were able to share life. We were able to share uh, what God's been doing in our life, um, and the, the, the goals that we, that we had planned, but 
how God changes that for us, and we're, we're able to encourage each other to continue to follow him and see what God has in store. And I want to invite you guys to be a part of that as well. That's going to happen tomorrow night. And don't worry. Don't worry if you feel like you're going to come in just right, right in the middle and you're trying to catch up. Don't worry, because tomorrow we're starting a brand new series. We're starting a brand new series, so you'll be uh, joining just right on time. Again, I encourage you guys to come and just share life with us, and we're planning a lot of other things as well. Um, this Saturday, July 1st, Sisterhood. Where's the la- lady, uh, women of God in the house? There's a lot of you, man. Sisterhood will be meeting this Saturday and our guest speak, or their guest speaker, rather, will be Sylvia Sanchez. And that's going to be held at 10 a.m. All right. Yeah. We love Sylvia, uh, Sylvia Sanchez. That's awesome. <laughs> cool. So invite women of God, in, invite your daughters, invite your nieces, your uh, granddaughters, your neighbor, your friends, whoever. And, and join, join in, 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 again, just fellowshipping with one another, hearing a great word from another sister in Christ, and encouragement that women can only get from women, that, let's be honest, us men are not really good at. (laughs) So, but come and join that this coming uh, Saturday uh, at 10 a.m., women of God. Men, don't forget, I'm not going to leave you guys out. Next Saturday, July 8th, we're having our a most amazing, famous men's breakfast next Saturday. That's right. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> man, yeah, cool. <laughs> um, that's going to be happening at 745 next Saturday, July 8th. Men of God, same thing. Invite your son, invite your, your grandson, your nephew, your, uh, your neighbor across the street, or someone that you're mentoring and that goes for the women as well, for the sisterhood. Invite someone that you're mentoring in life, and, uh, that they're looking up to you for that, that godly guidance. Invite them and be in fellowship, hear a great word, and share life and encouragement with one, of, and one another. Last thing, uh, child dedications. That's going to be happening on Sunday, July 9th. Um, if some of you miss it the last time we did it, we're doing it once again. And that's something that we do every month. Don't worry. Uh, but July 9th, we're doing child dedications. This is a chance for you parents to make that commitment and that promise that you're going to raise your children up in the ways of the Lord and that you're going to teach them and guide them so that one day they can make the decision themselves to follow Christ. So we want to encourage you to do that. Absolutely, that's something amazing. Yeah. So again, July 9th, right after second service. And if you would like to do that, please register. Uh, right behind me, there's a QR code that you can scan. Boom. QR code that you can scan, and that'll bring up our connection card, and you can register right there from that connection card. Uh, you can also, uh, we have physical ones outside, and you can drop it in the drop boxes, or you can even register online on our website or call our main offices uh, during the work week from 9 to 5 as well if you would like to make that decision. Um, church, we just want to say thank you. Uh, a lot of things are, are, are going to happen here in the next few months at, uh, at New Beginnings, and none of it would be possible without your faithful giving and your tithing and your good stewardship uh, for the Lord. So thank you. On behalf of all of our ministries, our missionaries that we support across the globe, our events and ministries here uh, at our church, Thank you, because none of it would be possible without you guys. It does, it, it, it goes so much uh, further than you may think. 
Um, the ways to give are right behind me on the screen as well. We have our website, text to give our app, and then we even have envelopes outside as well, and you can drop that off uh, on your way out when you're dismissed today. I'll stop talking now. Uh, without a further ado, church, thank you again for joining with us tonight, and let's give a warm welcome to our senior pastor. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Right before the youth are dismissed, I want to say thank you to those kids that went to summer camp because they gave me the Osarka, the official Ozarka water. So from the Ozarka team that was at camp, thank you all very much. I love you all. Now you youth are dismissed to go to your class. And I want to let you all know that Part of what we want to do in this church is to really train you and educate you and prepare you to do ministry and to really do it the best you possibly can. And one way we do that is through our discipleship classes. And we have some discipleship graduates today. So I'd like to invite up the teachers. First, I'm going to invite up David Gonzalez. And David has been teaching for 40 years for us, and, uh, and he's going to be calling you up. When, you call, when he calls you up, please make your way up and stay up here until we ask you to sit down. We have a really large class tonight, and it's awesome. Uh, this group is amazing because not only did they uh, go through a beginner's discipleship class, which is a 12-week course, but they did the advanced discipleship class. So they had to put up with me for 24 weeks, and that's like a big deal. So give them a hand for that, if nothing else. But anyhow, listen, we had an awesome opportunity to really learn more about the Lord together. And so I want to call them up. Come quickly, because there's quite a few. Uh, Kenneth Abeta. Kenny, come on up, brother. Berta Aguilar. Miranda Baca. Joe Casiquito. Destiny Castro. Joey Duran. Joey couldn't make it tonight. And Valerie couldn't make it tonight. Uh, Betty Glass. Patricia Landavazo. Rebecca Lopez. David Madrid, Joseph Moreno, Linda Novak, Don Olson, Elizabeth Ramirez, Tony Sanchez. Christopher Cernas. Uriah Shields. Michael Taylor. April Tenorio. Leticia Veloz. And Saul Veloz. Guys, line up. I want everybody to get a look at your pretty faces. 
Yeah. Line Make one long upstairs. line, guys. Make one long line. One long line. Real quickly, I'm going to take 30 seconds, but in the book of Genesis, Abraham, God revealed to Abraham that he was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham said, God, well, what if there's 50 people? Will you save the city if there's 50? He said, yeah, find me 50 people. He couldn't find 50. He said, Lord, how about if I find 40? Couldn't find 40. He said, well, Lord, how about 30? If I find 30, couldn't find 30. How about 20, God? If I find 20, couldn't find 20. God, what about 10? If I find 10, will you save the city? He couldn't find 10. We have 23 righteous people right here. And you know why? And you know why? Because righteousness means you're right standing with God. And they've chosen, they've chosen to seek a deeper relationship with the Lord and to serve God. So guys, uh, if you've never attended the discipleship class, please come. We grow together, and, and awesome things take place. So I want you to uh, give them a round of applause, and Brother Richard will come and pray for them. Now that they have finished this class, they're going to be launching out into ministry. So, Father, thank you for these men and women that, Lord, are now have prepared themselves to enter into the ministry of the life of new beginnings. We pray blessing, anointing, celebration. I pray that, Lord, they have such a fun time serving, Lord, and that they just share the joy of the Lord as they share it with one another, but they share it with the lost and broken, I pray in Christ's name, amen. Go ahead and stay up here real quick. Now Marcella Manker is going to make her way up next, and she's going to make some presentations to uh, the class that she was teaching. Marcella? And uh, if I could have uh, Hector, Hector, make your way up here, please, for me. beginning discipleship class. Hello, New Beginnings Church of God. <laughs> the, the book of 1 Corinthians 3.11 says, for no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. And that's what we do in discipleship class. Discipleship is not a class in itself, but it is a lifelong commitment. It is the foundation which we build our lives upon. It is a solid and lasting foundation. And so in the beginning discipleship class, we, become, um, we learn who Jesus is. And we become his disciples, his students. We make commitments to him for life. And we make a commitment to share the gospel with others and to train other people up to do the exact same thing. And so that's what we've done here with all of these people. And we're really intending and aiming to do life together. They look so good. So excited for them. So first we have Anthony Aguiniga. 
yes. <laughs> Angel Dubois. Brandon Dubois. Wally Cully. Willie Green. Woo! Bernie Gonzalez. Miranda Gonzalez. Nicole Gonzalez. <laughs> Andrew Herrera. Christopher Mack. Jasmine Armijo Martinez. You're welcome. Derek Segura Medina. Manuel Trujillo. So look, I do have them come up here so we feel a little bit awkward together. It's not always fun being under this hot light in front of everybody. Um, but so that you can take a look at the people that within our community who have made a commitment to Christ under this roof at New Beginnings Church of God under this senior pastor, Richard Bansfield. And in my class in particular, these are some of the most Bible-trained people that you can possibly look at. They truly are. They spend so much time in the Word. We really do community like we're supposed to. We really serve God with all of our heart. We um, bleed together. We cry together. We do everything together. So um, thank you for joining us this evening. We say praise the Lord. Stay up here. We're hoping that from now you will go to the, the advanced class to really get even more detailed training so that you could be launched into the ministry that God's calling you to. So, Father, thank you for these men and women. Lord, the joy that they have, the celebration that they're experiencing. But, Lord, this is just one step in the many, many steps in their Christian walk. We pray in Christ's name, amen. amen. You can tell these are the rowdy ones, man. They're like rowdy. Now Veronica Gonzalez is coming up. Veronica, make your way up. She's going to be presenting to her class. Is Veronica here today? I don't, I, I, I guess we, we don't. Okay. So at this time, uh, are those Veronica's? 
then uh, yeah, why don't you either Cindy, you or, or Marcella could make those presentations. Okay, we'll just do it when she could do that. So guys, again, thank you. Give it up for these guys. You could go back to your seats. We thank God for you all. Guys, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking real fast tonight because uh, I, I I don't have the normal time I usually have, but we're doing a study on the Ten Commandments. And today we're looking at the third commandment. And the third commandment is found in Exodus chapter 20, verse 7. And it says, you must not misuse the name of the Lord your God. The Lord will not let you go unpunished if you misuse his name. You're not supposed to use God's name in vain. So God, help us to really understand the reverence and importance of your name. I pray in Christ's name, amen. There's a book that was written called Names. It's written by Paul Dickinson. And he wrote, and he just pulled up these names that had weird coincidences attached to their name. For instance, there were these two guys that were executed in the electric chair in Florida, and one of the name of the guy was Will Byrne. <laughs> I thought that was weird. The other guy's name was Fizzle. Yeah, they fizzled and burned, all right, in the electric chair. Another guy's name was, uh, he was a window cleaner, and he fell to his death, and his name was Will Drop. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> there was a guy by the name of Joe Bunt, and he became a baseball player. Get it? You bunt it? Anyway, okay. <laughs> Dan, Dr Dran Dan Druff became a barber. Dandruff? Dandruff? Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. I thought these are cute, okay? There was two police, two, two guys that became police officers. One, his last name was Goforth. And the other one was Ketchum. Go, go forth and Ketchum. <laughs> one was O'Neill and Prey. And they were partners in a church equipment. O'Neill and Prey. I just want you to know that there really is a lot in a name. God requires that you and I really reverent his name. His name represents three strong things. It represents reputation, it represents character, and it represents authority. And we have to understand that. We have to realize that. So I really hope and pray that we understand the power of the name of the Lord. In other words, the reputation, the reputation you get. We have a lady in our church that has developed an amazing reputation as a floral designer in a 
in addition to many other things she does as a minister of God. And that's Sonia Cleveland. I showed up to my office today and found this amazing floral arrangement and it even had peacock feathers. And I'm like, wow, man. I go, I don't know if you've ever heard peacocks squeal. They, they go, ah, ah. I go, no wonder they're plucking the feathers out of them. Ah, ah. No, she wasn't doing that. They shed their feathers. But I was like, oh, my gosh. Where did this beautiful arrangement? And then I read the card, and I go, I love that lady. So you've developed an amazing reputation as a minister of God, but also as an amazing floral designer. Thank you, Sonia. Reputation. We also have character. Character. The character of honesty and justice and building character. Frontline Resurrection Ministry is building character in young ladies. And one of the young ladies in the ministry is Sabrina. Last time I saw Sabrina, she was pregnant out to here. And now... Her baby came out of the womb into the room. <laughs> Sabrina, stand up. Show off your baby. Or go, whoever's holding the baby, go ahead and stand up. That's not mama, but that's okay. That's, that's, that's her baby. That, she's gorgeous. But they're building character. Women that are now becoming responsible moms. And, 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 and then God says his name is authority. If you ever get stopped, the cop doesn't say, stop in the name of Bugs Bunny. <laughs> or, or he doesn't say, stop in the name of Richard Mansfield. Who cares? But they say, stop in the name of the law. Because with that badge, they represent, they have been sworn in to uphold the Constitution of the United States and the law of that city or county or state that they're serving in. And so when they stop you, they're stopping you in the name of the law that they represent. And there's authority in the Lord. And there's authority in his name. And God is really hardcore about his name. I mean, he really said, you better honor my name. And there's different ways that people misuse the name of God. Some people misuse the name of God to insult you. They, they, they use God... And they, they go, they, they curse with God. And they, they use his name flippantly. And they, 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 they just say things that comes out of their mouth that are shameful to the name of God. Shameful. And some people go, man, I, I just grew up and my mom and dad cussed all the time and now I cuss all the time. Guess what? Learn to not cuss anymore. Learn to not use God's name like that. His last name is not damn. And people say that. Do you understand what you're doing? Do you understand what you're saying? People swear, and they swear, they, they cuss using the name of God. Some people use God's name to indulge, to get away with what they want. Oh, man, you know what? I think God's wanting me to just stay in bed today. It's like, oh, shut up, man. You got a job, got to work. Uh, I don't know if God really wants me to clean the house today. Oh, my goodness. Don't throw that on God. God's going, hey, I didn't have anything to do with it. Why didn't you cook dinner? 
I don't think God wanted me to. I think he wants us to go to, to church's chicken. It'll be, a, it'll be a religious experience. We're going to church's chicken. It's like, oh my gosh, don't, don't, don't use that to, to, you use God's name wrong. Some use God's name to intimidate. If you don't shape up, God's going to get you. God's going to get you. God's going to get you. Sometimes they use Pastor Richard. If I'll call the pastor. I'll never forget one time I showed up to a house one time. I knocked at the door. The little kid answered, ah, the pastor's here. I said, man, I wonder what they had been saying, man. <laughs> but if you don't stop that, God's going to get you. God's going to get you. And then some people use God's name to impress. Oh, I'm such a spiritual person. <laughs> Pastor, praise the Lord, glory to God, hallelujah. Your sermon was out of this world, amen, amen, glory to God. <laughs> Shut up. Do you say that at home? Glory to God, praise the Lord. Mom, you've made an outstanding dinner. Glory to God, hallelujah, praise God. That was outstanding. You, you just, I love the way you cleaned the clothes. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's like, what are, you, what, are you, what are you doing? God says, what's wrong with you? In the book of Titus, chapter 1, verse 17, it says, such people claim that they know God, but they deny him by the way that they live. You're saying that out of one side of your mouth, but you're living like the devil on the other side. Man, they detest. They're detestable and disobedient, worthless for doing anything good. Ay, carambas. And then there's some that use God's name impulsively. Just to go. I mean, something happens. Oh, God. You're not praying. You're supposed to say, oh, my goodness. But instead, oh, oh, God. Or some people will say, Jiminy, Christmas, you know, it's like, like if God doesn't know you're, what you're really saying. Because some people say, Jesus Christ, you're using God's name in vain. You're using it flippantly. You're using it, you're just using it commonly. Instead, why don't you say, like, you know what? A lot of, a lot of Chicanos call on Allah. They go, Allah. <laughs> but why don't you say, oh, Buddha. Shame those gods. Don't shame our God. For everything we use, we use God's name. God, man, God says, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to use his name. Do you know that it was literally, if you use God's name flippantly, you would be put to death? That's what the book of Leviticus tells us. That if we use God's name like that, man, We'll be put to death. Can you imagine if that was true? There'd be nobody in church tonight. Where is everybody? Well, they, they said all these things about God, and they shouldn't have. And, man, we, we've got to get serious about God. We've got to learn to use his name correctly. So let's run through this quick. Look, first of all, if we're going to use his name correctly... We should reverence God's name continually. You need to revere his name. His name is holy. His name is, is righteous. His name is, look, in the book of Psalm chapter 29, verse 2, it says, honor the Lord for the glory of his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. 
Psalm 9, verse 10 says, Those who know your name trust in you. For you, O Lord, do not abandon those who search for you. Man, he's a faithful God. We, we need to revere that. We need to say, God, man, we sang it. You've been so good. You've been so good. And I turn to Cindy and I go, God has been so good to us. From the day we got saved, he's been good to us. But every day I pull up into the parking lot and I go, God, you're so good. For those of you that were at the old church in the South Valley, the whole sanctuary fit in this stage. Look how good God has been. Look how good he's been to you. Think of the things he's done for you. Think of the things he's, he's just, he spoils us. He doesn't just give us what we need. He gives us extra all the time. We're just like, God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. He is just good. Man, you guys have been such a blessing to my life. You guys show me such love and care. I just marvel. I go, God, I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed. I tell my wife, I go, Cindy, we are so blessed. People at the church just love us. The men love us. The women love us. The children love us. I see these little kids, they come up to me, Pastor, and I'm like, oh, my God, I get to just be loved by these kids. Man, Sabrina came up to me. She goes, look, her baby's got her. She goes, you got the babies here. Oh, my gosh. I just gave her a hug and put my hand on the baby and just celebrated. God has been so good to us. Don't ever forget that. We've got to revere him for his goodness. Say, thank you, God. Thank you for being so good. Thank you that you're so wonderful. Thank you, Lord. Forgive me for using your name so flippantly for just saying things I never should, for just using it like if you're no one or nothing. He's God Almighty. He's God Almighty. Watch your language. Man, there's people that say stuff sometimes are just horrible. Just horrible. Man, we've got to trust in God. We've got to put our hope in God. We need to revere his, his majesty. He's Lord, he's king, he's, he's glorious. He's been good to us. So we need to revere his name. Don't use it just commonly and just no big deal. It is a huge deal. He is God, the creator of the universe, your creator. He made the heavens and the earth, but he made your life. He's created you. So don't just say, God, Jesus Christ, don't say that. Don't say, oh, God, don't say that. You need to bridle your tongue. Hi, what's the big deal? It's a big deal. You're lucky they're not killing us anymore for it. We've got to revere the name of God. The second thing we've got to understand is that we really need to really understand that we should represent God's name clearly. That we represent him clearly. Do you know that why a lot of people don't come to Christ? One, because they've never met a Christian, so they don't know about Jesus. 
And other people don't come to Christ because they have met a Christian. And they're a bunch of hypocrites. They're a bunch of liars. They speak out of both sides of their mouth. They cuss like a sailor. It's like the, the man that was really late for work, for coming home from work. And his wife goes, why are you, why'd you take so long to come home? She goes, I saw the pastor walking on the side of the road, so I offered him a ride. And I was riding, I, I had the horse-drawn cart, but because I was with the pastor, I couldn't talk like I normally do, and the horses couldn't understand my commands. <laughs> Wonder how many of you are like that. If your car, if you didn't cuss at your car, would it be able to run right? If you didn't cuss at your kids, would they be able to function? Would they be able to say, Who's that lady? Who's that man? My mom and dad call us every name in the book. How about how many moms or dads would say, I don't even know my son or daughter because they talk so dirty. What are you representing? Are you representing Christ properly? In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, it says, but God's truth stands firm like a foundation stone which... With this inscription, the Lord knows those who are his. Hear that? The Lord knows those who are his. And all who belong to the Lord must turn away from evil. Man, there's times that I I can't even watch a program that I might want to watch because the language is so offensive. I just go, just forget it, man. Goodness gracious. They cuss every other word and... Man, this this friend of mine said that they, I, I'm guessing they still sell it. It's like a curse blocker that you could put on your television. And they were watching a movie, and the movie was, <laughs> and then they'd have a couple of words, and then, I'm like, man, Morse code. It's like, but but that's horrible, because. Well, I've learned to just live with it. Now, why? If they're cursing our God, we ought to be so offended. We're just like, well, they're not bothering me. They're, they're, disru- they're, they're dis- disrupting the character of God. We, we need not allow that to be even a, be a part of our life. It's like, dad gum. That, that's a form of a cuss word. Judas, priest, that's a, a form of a cuss word. God knows you're replacing it to not use his name, but he's going, hey, I know your heart. I know what you're really trying to say anyway. Are, are you with me? God isn't dumb that, oh, well, I got away with it. God's going like, Ay, you're only fooling yourself. And then, the third thing we really need to do with God's name is we need to rely on God's name completely. Total reliance on him. To really, really rely on the Lord and to really put our hope and trust in him and to really, really be able to lift up his name. Look what it says right there in the book of Psalm 32, verse 21. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. In him We trust in his holy name. Man, in the book of Acts, chapter 4, verse 12, it says, 
this is salvation. There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. Did you hear that? We're only saved by what name? Jesus. We're not saved by Buddha. We're not saved by Allah. We're not saved by whatever else you're into. Some people are following, well, all roads lead to God, not the God of our salvation. He said, there's only one way. I am the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus said. No one comes to the Father except through me. We need to understand the importance of how important it is to rely on God and his holiness and his name. In John chapter 20, verse 31, it says, but these things are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, that by believing in him, by relying completely in him, you will have life by the power of what? His name. By the power of his name, you're going to have the life. That's how powerful the name of Christ is. That's how powerful the name of God is. Don't misuse it. Don't abuse it. Don't just use it flippantly. Don't be impulsive and just say, wow, wow, that's, that's awesome. Wow, God, that's awesome. No, are you really saying, Heavenly Father, I'm, I really want you to know this is awesome. Man, God, the cowboys are awesome. You know, man, God's going, hey, you know what? I don't care about the cowboys. I care about their soul. I don't care about the raiders. I care about their soul. I don't care about the Broncos. I care about their soul. You guys are going, no, Pastor, you're going too far with this one. <laughs> and some of you are going, he didn't mention my name. He didn't mention my team. Yeah, he's even talking about the 49ers, and he's talking about, and he's talking about, and he's talking about. But see, what it is is that we make God just so common. We have cheapened his name. We have cheapened who he is. Do you understand? He suffered, died, and was buried, and on the third day he rose again, and he's going to come back for us. He's going to come back for his church, and he's coming back for a holy church, a righteous church, a church without spot or wrinkle. Man, and only he can make that. Only he can make that happen. Only he can leave you whiter than snow. Though your sins be as scarlet, scarlet's red, dark, dark red. Look, the other day, I was eating some carne aguada. Oh, man. And I was going to go into a meeting, so I'm cleaning my mouth. I'm like, and I have, I always, I try to always carry a handkerchief. So I'm going, mm. and I left it all full of carne alabada. I'm like, man, I must have had a lot of carne alabada. So I'm cleaning my mouth. I went to the bathroom, cleaned it up. That carne alabada stain wouldn't come out of my handkerchief. I'm like, Cindy, did, didn't, did you wash this with warm water? She goes, Richard, I put shout on it. I put everything on it. And I'm like, man, sometimes we feel that our sins are so dark that even Jesus can't take them out. He says, though your sins are as scarlet, they will be white as wool. Though they be as crimson, 
Though they be red like carne adobada, they will be like snow. Come, let us reason. In Luke chapter 6, verse 45, it says, A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. From an, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say, listen, what you say flows from what's in your heart. Wow. So what's in your heart? And sometimes we say things that we know, I really didn't mean it. Well, it came out of your mouth. It must have been in there someplace. Well, sometimes it's just because we're being a bunch of whiny crybabies and we felt like we were losing the fight. So we take out the artillery and we take cheap shots. And God says, quit taking cheap shots. You're my son, you're my daughter. Start talking like it, start acting like it because you're representing me. Quit misrepresenting me because I'm a God of peace. I'm a God of love. I'm a God of joy. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against these, there is no power to take you down. So I really want to encourage us tonight to say, God, help us. Help us not to misuse your name. Help us to understand the holiness and the power of your name. Help us, Lord, not to use you so flippantly to really realize the nature of your holiness and that we come into your presence with that regard and to say, wow, God, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you've done. And thank you for how you're going to do it. So as we close in prayer, first I want to make sure that if there's anyone here that has never surrendered their life to Christ, that tonight you would do that. Tonight you would say, Pastor, I've never prayed to receive Jesus, and tonight I want to do that. Is there anyone here tonight that wants to do that? Just raise your hand and say, Pastor, that's me. Anyone? Then I just want to say, praise God, because that means, yeah? Someone raise their hand. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Thank you for pointing that out, because sometimes I don't see it, these spotlights. It's hard to see, and, but I'm telling you, God knows but it's the greatest decision of your life. It's like when you finally say, I'm getting married, oh my gosh, I'm getting married, I'm scared to death. Man, it's that serious because you're giving your life to Christ. So if you raised your hand, would you stand so we could pray for you? And we're celebrating, praise the Lord. Would, would all of you pray with us? Just say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, tonight I realize I need a Savior. I can't do it on my own. I tried, but I keep failing. So I give you my heart, my mind, and my soul. I believe that you suffered, died, and were buried for my sins. And from this day forward, I want to live for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Praise God. Brother, this is Pastor Chris. We got a Bible for you and some stuff.
we'd love to give that to you. If you want to go with him, you're welcome to go with him. And, 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 but man, we got some really neat stuff. Just follow Chris and he'll, he'll give that to you. And man, we want to celebrate. But maybe you have been taking God real lightly. You haven't gotten real serious with God. And tonight you've been convicted and you're like, man, I need to watch what I say. I need to watch what I do. I need to represent Christ the right way. So if you need to just spend some time with God, or maybe you're just going through a burden right now and a trial that you need prayer, there's people that want to pray with you. But would you stand so we could close? But if you want prayer, make your way up. Make your way up and say, God, I I need to surrender this. I need to purify my mind. My language is not glorifying you, God. My, my, My way of talking has really brought shame to your name. And it's embarrassed me. God, help me not to be a curse, but a blessing. Help me not to speak in a manner that brings damnation on someone, but instead exaltation to someone. Lord, I love you. And I pray the peace, power, and blessing of God upon our life. Lord, would your name be glorified through us. Father, forgive us for the times that we have used your name in a way that has not brought glory to your name. Father, we have really cheapened it. We have not revered your name. Father, we really do revere you. You are the God of our salvation. Thank you. Father God, let us use your name for it is a holy name. Let us not use it in a way of bringing cursing and damnation to someone, but instead to bless people, to speak in a manner that glorifies you. And Father God, let us clearly represent who you are, that we would really be Christians, and they would know that we're Christians by our love for you and our love for our fellow man. So forgive us for the times that we have really just done it wrong. God, we want to be good representatives of your name and of your body. Lord, I pray that we would truly exalt you in the way we live. And Lord, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. As people continue to pray, you're dismissed to go change the world.